enough of this. Let's dry our eyes and get out of here. We'll head for Bridie's first and then the three of us will head up to Anne and Tom's. She's had a beautiful baby, a little girl, Rebecca, said Patty. I seem to be missing out on a lot, said Kay. You're doing great work. We will be here when the war is over, said Patty. Patty, you know I can't say anything about my new posting. Promise you won't worry if you do not hear from me very often. I will at some point get your letters, so please keep writing them. I said more than I should have. Patty nodded yes. And they both hugged for a long time. Kay pulling away first. Let's get this show on the road, she said brightly. Bridie opened the front door and threw herself at Kay, gathering her in a big hug. So good to see you. We're all going to see the new baby. Do you want to come, said Kay. Try stopping me, said Bridie. I'll just grab me coat. Tom opened the door and said, come in, come in. I'll make myself scarce. Too many women for me to handle. You go on upstairs and I'll put the kettle on for a cuppa. I'll call you when things are ready. And the ladies can take over the kitchen then. I'll head out for a pint, said Tom. Anne was at the top of the stairs, calling them up. Kay, I wasn't expecting to see you. I'm so happy you'll get to see Rebecca. How long have you got? Just till the day after tomorrow. Gives a hold of the baby. They were now all squashed on the double bed with the cot in the little room. And you have this place beautiful. Thanks. Tom is so good with his hands. I can see that, said Bridie. Everyone laughed. Stop that, Bridie. I meant he's very good around the house, said Anne. Looking at this little bundle, I have to agree with Bridie, laughed Kay. Just then, Tom called them down to tea in the kitchen. Kay woke up early and sat up, pushed back the curtains and watched the dawn brighten the sky slowly. I have to say goodbye to Kay for a long time this afternoon and say hello to Paula again. Thank God I got to talk to Paul last night. He knew what not to ask which took the pressure off the conversation. How will I get through this? I will just have to live each day in trust and keep fear at bay, Kay said out loud. At the kitchen table, Pat and her mum were sitting, talking and worrying about Kay. Do you think they're sending her to the front line? asked Pat. I don't know. At least we are blessed with the knowledge that she returns and marries and has a wonderful little girl. My ears are hot. Are you two talking about me? said Kay, sitting down at the table. The heart of an Irish home. Is that an apple tart I smell? said Kay, sniffing with like the gravy kid. Ma'am has made two, one for now and one for you to bring, said Pat. Kayleigh leaned over and gave her mam a big hug. I didn't manage to get any chicken, but I cooked and pressed a cow's tongue for the brothers and they gave us a couple of slices for your sandwiches, said her mum.
Ma'am, if only you knew how even the thought of your food keeps me going through hard times, said Kay. Kay stood up to make a pot of tea as Pat lifted the hot apple pie onto the table. I don't think there is a more homely smell, said Pat. Paula is now on the train to Cork, down the south of Ireland. Marie Claire and Paula hit it off straight away. Klaus will head back with Tony to collect your kit bag and uniform this evening. You will be staying here till you head to France. It will be more comfortable than the lighthouse. We wanted to see how you'd handle roughing it a bit, said Marie Claire. If only you knew that was not roughing it for me. The views were wonderful. The bed was comfortable. A room to myself, smiled Paula. They were now heading through the back door where a red setter dog jumped up on Marie Claire, full of excitement. Hope you don't mind dogs. We've got three. This is Cullen. Two smaller dogs joined Cullen in the excitement. Bending down to the smallest dog, Marie Claire said, This is Scruff. He just arrived one day. We did what we could to find the owner. Families have hardly enough food for themselves at the moment. And this happy chappy is Lou. Paula looked down at the dog, now looking up at her. I've never been around dogs. I know I love donkeys. We had some on the school farm. Donkeys and chickens. Good, you are an animal lover then, said Claus. They sat down to what Mary Claire called a standard French meal. A plate of mixed cheeses, cured meats with coffee. They dipped their bread in the black coffee. This is something you will have to get used to, Paula, said Mary Claire. I suppose it'll help me get used to the taste of coffee, thought Paula. Tony, not all my stuff is in my kit bag. Don't worry, we do this for a living. No trace of evidence left behind, laughed Tony. The guys now on their way to Crosshaven. The girl sitting in front of the open fire, Paula asked. Any chance for a cup of tea, Marie Claire? Laughing said, only when Klaus is not around. You will have to be weaned off it. Klaus believes in going cold turkey. The days melted into one another for Paula. Klaus was a hard taskmaster and was pushing Paula to her limits. You make a mistake like that and your cover will be blown. The most frequently asked question anybody is asked is, where are you from? You must know everything about it. Again, where are you from? Cain, answered Paula. I know it well, said Klaus. Where in Coon? Maybe I know your family. A small horse farm just out of off the Perrier Road, replied Paula. Better, but you have to watch how you say Coon. It can, you can't say Cain. Just think of it as C-U-N-E, Coon. Mornings with Klaus and afternoons with Marie Claire. 
Paula had never drunk wine. I love this dessert. It's really tasty. Ah, you like your red wine, said Marie Claire. This is wine. I guess I do, laughed Paula. We will have some fun in the evenings. You must know your basic farmhouse wines. We don't have much at the moment. It's a great excuse to request some, laughed Klaus. Two weeks and they were hugging each other goodbye as Paula was heading to France via one of the night fishing boats. Remember you're on your own now, no army cover. You are a French civilian. Paula took a deep breath and said, I'll be back. Marie Claire thought, I certainly hope so. Do you do this often? asked Paula. The captain just stared at her. Sorry, said Paula. What a fool I am. Will I be any good at this? It was a long, cold, silent night. Paula was dreading the moment she would have to leave the boat and swim for it. They had to make it before daylight. She would be swimming in darkness and into what? Great-grandmother, if you can, please be with me, prayed Paula quietly.